Giving and obedience was never meant to be comfortable or easy. But when we tithe and when we give, we demonstrate in a tangible way to the Lord that we prioritize Him and others above ourselves. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life lessons. Travel along with Bobby as he shares his adventures to China and visits multinational companies around the world. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America, trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. Great to see everybody here today. Good morning. Are you happy today? Well, praise the Lord. I want to talk to you about your money for a minute. And I don't want to get too personal. But I want to ask you a question. Did you know that you are the master of your money? And the question is, what kind of money master are you? You see, your money is one of those things in life that you make decisions about. Just like you're responsible for what comes out of your mouth, what you say. The word is very clear about that. It says there's great power in the tongue and it can minister life or death. Well, money falls into this same category. You may not decide how much you get, But you get to decide what to do with it. The problem is many of us don't really get this concept. We get that we are accountable for what we say and for our actions. But many times we don't believe we have control over our money. We just think about the rent or the car payment, the kids, the credit cards, the school loan. And we go and we categorize money in this totally different place where there's a sense of hopelessness. Like it's out of our hands. Like it's the last thing in the world we have any control of. And if you've ever felt that way, like I have, or if you feel that way right now, I want you to know something. It's time to change that line of thinking about money because you are the master of your money 
And you are the only one who can decide to become a good one. I have three little things for you to remember that will help you become a good master of your money. And I need to listen to these things as much as you do. The first thing is to consider all your money, whether it's a little or a lot, God's money. It's God's money because it is. We all know the scripture about God saying, remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to create wealth. And that means that God isn't just wealthy. He's the source of wealth. And for the record, that scripture doesn't just mean he gives you the ability to earn a paycheck and make ends meet. The word wealth means an abundance of resources. So the Lord gives us the ability to create an abundance of resources. And when we consider all our money is really God's money, then we'll make all our financial decisions with a kingdom perspective and not just our own. So the second thing to remember is this. We have to have faith to tithe and to give. Giving in obedience was never meant to be comfortable or easy. But when we tithe and when we give, we demonstrate in a tangible way to the Lord that we prioritize him and others above ourselves. And that discipline exhibits the character of a good master over money. And then, when we can stand like the Apostle Paul and say, I am ready for anything through the strength of the Lord who lives in me. And the last thing to remember, to become a better master of your money, is to simply make sure that Christ is the master of your life. Because he will give you the wisdom. He will give you the courage to master your money. And the word says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Now you've heard me say before a few times that money can actually become a monster in your life. But God's purpose for money is not that we is God's purpose for money is that we become a good master of it. And not to mischaracterize money as something that we just never have control of because God wants us to master our money. And with the Lord's help and patience we will in Jesus name. Will you receive that word this morning? We all have the capacity for faith and doubt, but it's your faith that connects you to the power of God, and it overcomes your doubt and fears. Stay tuned to hear how to activate the power of faith in your life. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. 
With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. I want to ask you a question this morning. How is your faith today? Is it strong? Do you feel like you have big faith today? You know, I know a lot of people who are going through some difficult times right now. And one of the things that we always like to say to each other in these tough times is, keep the faith. Keep the faith, brother. So are you keeping the faith this morning? I want to talk about faith for just a minute. Did you know that faith is absolutely the key to our being able to survive in this world? We have to understand this. We can't afford to let the world or anybody or any event shake our faith in God. In fact, when we're reminded about earth-shaking things, like September 11th, we have to turn to our faith just to get through and to process things like that. And without our faith, these things would do us in. But because of our faith, we can live. And we can anticipate a blessed and victorious life in Jesus Christ. Can you say amen to that? You see, faith is not only critical to us, but it's very important to God that we have faith. In fact, the Word says that it's impossible to please God without faith. And that's why I want to share a few simple truths about faith that we need to never forget. And the first simple truth about faith is faith is simple. Faith isn't complicated. One of my favorite Bible stories about faith is the one about Jesus and the centurion. And a centurion is a soldier. And a soldier came to Jesus for help because his servant was paralyzed and was suffering. And when the Lord heard his story, the Lord said, well, shall I come over and heal him? And the soldier told him basically, that he knew that Jesus was busy and that if Jesus would just say the word, that he knew his servant would be healed. And when the Lord heard this response, the word says he was amazed. Now, how many know it would take something really amazing to amaze the Lord? And Jesus said, I tell you the truth. I haven't found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Now, I love this story because of the soldier's simple, unspiritual-like logic. He believed the Lord could do anything, which meant he could do it anywhere he wanted to. He had simple faith. It wasn't complicated to him. The second truth about faith is that we all have faith and we all have some doubt. The Word says we were all given a measure of faith. And we see examples in the Word where faith and doubt are at work at the same time. When Jesus came walking on the water out to the boat where the disciples were, Peter called out, Lord, 
If it's you, tell me to come where you are. And the Lord said, okay, come. So in a leap of faith, Peter stepped out into the sea and started walking on water. And then suddenly the wind kicked up and he became afraid and he began to sink. And when Jesus reached out and caught him, he said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? So you see right there. In the middle of defying nature, we have faith and we have doubt, both being revealed in Peter. You see, we all have the capacity for faith and the capacity for doubt, but it's your faith that connects you to the power of God. It's your faith that overcomes your doubts and your fears. And you don't even have to fully understand it, to know it. And to see it activated in your life. The next truth about faith is that we all need faith. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? And it sounds so obvious to say a Christian needs faith. But it's us Christians who run and hide sometimes. Not because we've admitted that we have, no, that we have doubt. But because we weren't strong enough to take the leap of faith when the opportunity was there. We need faith in our lives, and we need to exercise it and develop it so when we're tested, it stands up and it reveals the living Spirit of God that's inside of us. And that's the last truth about faith that I want to remind you of today. We can all develop our faith. The Word says faith comes by hearing the message, and the message is heard Through the word about Christ. God's word can't help but to build our faith. When we pray. When we give praise. When we give. We're growing our faith. We're growing our faith. We can't let our guard down. Because like Peter. The winds will come. Our faith will be tested. But through his word. We'll find faith. And we'll find victory over doubt. I like this saying, listen to this, faith is putting all your eggs in God's basket and then counting all your chickens before they hatch. If you're struggling to have enough faith today, just remember these truths about faith. Faith is simple. We all have it. We all need it. And we can all develop it. Because his word always rings true. And we can count on him to strengthen our faith. You see, you can only have faith in what you can depend. You can only have faith in what you can count on. And in your life, people will let you down. Your employer will let you down. Your government will let you down. But God will not let you down. You can trust him. You can count on Him. You can have faith in God, whose word is true, and who always keeps His promises. In fact, the Lord even told us what to expect when we exercise our faith. Do you remember this? Right before He raised Lazarus from the dead, He said, Didn't I tell you that if you only believed, you would see? The glory of God. How's your faith this morning? 
Do you have big faith this morning? Turn to the person next to you and say, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Do you want to be committed to something that gives significance to your life? Stick around to hear how you can commit to make a difference for Jesus Christ. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast on the bright side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. I'd like to tell you about the new man in my life. He's absolutely amazing. He's bright, strong, and he lights up my life. He's Leo the new versatile pocket light from Nebo Tools. Leo is so dependable, I won't go anywhere without him. Leo is fully dimmable, equipped with memory power setting, and has both work light and spotlight modes that pivot and rotate to direct the light wherever you need it. Leo sports a pocket clip, magnetic base, kickstand, and hanging hook to give me endless options for hands-free lighting. I absolutely love my Leo. Thanks for listening to On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. We have a lot of guys that uh, here at Bethesda that love to play golf, but here's a story about someone who is a little too obsessive about the game. A golfer and his buddies were playing a round of golf. <clears throat> At the 18th green, the golfer went to take his final putt to win the game. When he noticed a funeral procession passing by, the golfer set down his club, took off his hat, placed it over his chest, and waited in silence until the funeral procession completely went by. Then he picked up his putter and went back to line up his putt. One of his buddies said, That was the most touching thing that I've ever seen for you to stop playing long enough to pay your respects. And the golfer said, well, it was the least I could do. I was married to her for 25 years. (laughs) What? Okay, well, you might find it interesting to to know that the format that we used this weekend for our round of golf at uh, the Bethesda Men's Retreat is called the four-man scramble. How many have heard of of what a four-man scramble is? Well, what a scramble means is that we play in groups of four, and everyone hits a shot. Then we choose the location of whoever hit the best shot, and we proceed to the ball, and then we all hit the next shot from that location. Then we repeat the process throughout the game. And let me tell you, it's amazing how much better the score is when you play this way. In fact, even Tiger Woods would have a hard time beating amateurs like us using this team approach to golf. So it occurred to me yesterday while playing with my three partners how well this demonstrates what power there is in a team effort and how critical it is to be a team player in our spiritual life. 
Now, I'm pretty sure that most of us don't realize what a team effort is required to function in excellence here at Bethesda. But I can tell you, it takes the teamwork of many committed people to prepare and perform all the programs that you and I take for granted. And the only thing that's needed to advance these programs in either size or quality is simply the addition of more team players. Now, I know that many of you are already on the team out here. But for those of you who find yourself presently on the sidelines, I want you to think about something. You may think that church is a place to worship and a place for spiritual growth. And you're right. It is. But part of the journey to spiritual growth is being committed to the cause of Christ and that always requires action on your part. You see, we become whatever we are truly committed to. It's a proven fact that people want to be committed to something that gives significance to their life. And you tell me if there's anything more significant than our expression of faith in Jesus to other people. The key to our future here at Bethesda is commitment. It's always been the difference maker. We've seen that ordinary people with commitment can accomplish extraordinary things. And I can see, barely, with the lights here, dozens of people out there right now who are already having a major impact through ministries both inside and outside of Bethesda's reach. They inspire me no end. But they all share one thing in common, and that's their commitment to make a difference for Jesus Christ. I hope you'll consider getting involved. We don't need a church of committees. We need a church of the committed. And I want you to know that we could use more good team players. And there's lots of other things that I could tell you that makes up the qualities of a good teammate. But the most important one is commitment. So whatever area the Lord could be leading you today, I pray that you'll find the courage to commit. That's what he did for you, you know. And the greatest gift that you could ever give Jesus is a committed you. So I promise that once you do that, that in the words of Pastor Des Evans, something good will happen in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. 
play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.